1: When the perfect comes, we'll see face-to-face. When this perfect comes, we will know as we also are known. Those are the two characteristics of our condition. When the perfect has come, when the gifts have been done away with, they're no longer necessary, we'll see face-to-face and we'll know as we're known. The Bible didn't do that for us. The Bible did a lot for us, but the Bible didn't do that for us. We're not seeing Him face-to-face yet.
0: In today's message, Pastor Robert will remind you that in this world, you won't ever truly see a clear picture of yourself or the Lord. There is a veil that is removed when you accept Jesus Christ, but this is something different. Pastor Robert will also share with you that no matter how much you study the Word, you won't know Him fully until you get to heaven. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. And here's Pastor Robert in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 13 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio.
2: He says, when the perfect has come,
1: That's going to change. I'll no longer know in part. I'll know even as I am known. It's talking about my relationship with God. I think it's talking about more than that, but it's certainly talking about that. You see, when God looks at me, he doesn't have to read my body language. He doesn't have to listen between the lines. He doesn't have to look into my eyes and read my lips and do the things that we do unconsciously. We don't even realize we're doing it. Why not? Because He hears my heart. He sees the deep things. I am, the Bible says, naked and open before my Creator. He knows you accurately. Accurately. In depth. And He will be known by you accurately and in depth. If you're His, when the perfect has come. You see, the second point is, is: right now, we need these gifts of the Holy Spirit to enable us and to empower us, and because we're we're only we're only in part. John tells us we are not yet what we will be. Not yet. He says in in First John chapter three: right now we are children of God, but it doesn't yet appear what we shall be. We're not there yet. The redemption is is not fully; it's not completed yet. One day, we're going to be more than we are right now, if we're His. If we're His, and when that time comes, this knowing in part and this prophesying in in part, He He says that's that's going to be done away. Same word, by the way, that we saw earlier that gale it'll. It'll it'll just come to nothing. This in-partness is going to come to nothing. And he goes on. In verse 11, he says, When I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. You know, I was thinking about that statement. Is he saying that the Scriptures and and... The, these gifts that we're talking about, the gift of knowledge, the gift of prophecy, the gift of tongues, are the, are, is he saying that these are childish things? No, that's not what he's saying. He's talking about age appropriateness. He's not saying they're, they're silly little, you know, childish things for immature Christians. I've, I've heard that taught. That's not what he's saying. He's talking about timing. Timing. When I was a child, I spoke like a child. I thought like a child. You know, I I, I was a child. But he says I'm no longer a child. And so I don't think like a child. I don't speak like a child. I don't do the things that a child does. Silly illustration, but I I think it will make my point. You know, when, when my son was two years old, three years old, we thought nothing of sending him into the backyard wearing only a diaper, to play, he'd go out and run around. You know, we're in South Florida. It's hot almost all the time. So, put a diaper on the kid and let him go play. He's almost 15 years old now. Do you understand? We don't send him out in the backyard with a diaper on. If we did, the neighbors would call the cops, And right? Why? Because it's, it's no longer appropriate. Why is it no longer appropriate? He no longer needs a diaper. And if he does, we have bigger issues than you know, he, he doesn't need a diaper. He doesn't need a diaper. He's he's now not an adult, but he's not a baby. He's not a toddler. Right now, you and I, and, and we've talked about this before, there's, on this side of eternity, there's no such thing as a mature Christian. No such thing as a mature Christian. We We are imperfect. We're incomplete. We know in part. We prophesy in part. Our prophecy may be accurate about God. If it's actually a prophecy from God, it'll be accurate. If it's a proclamation of his message, it'll it'll be accurate, but it will not be complete. It will not be exhaustive. When you read this Bible, do you understand that you're not going to know everything there is to know about God when you've finished? Even if you study it for your entire life, I can promise you, you will still only know in part. There will be things in here that will baffle you. They won't be clear. They won't be, you know, crystal clear. Now, please don't misunderstand me. He gave it to us so that we would read it, so that we would know. And if you'll study it every day, you'll know a lot more than you can possibly imagine but you still will not know exhaustively everything there is to know about God and his creation. But what he tells us is that one day when the perfect has come, we will know accurately. We'll know even as we are known. Now, that brings up an interesting point because you see there are those who teach today that the perfect that Paul speaks of that was to come was actually the Scripture. Scripture and that because now we have the bible in its form, you know, finished form that that is the perfect that he referred to and so we no longer need these gifts and and so tongues have ceased and this gift of knowledge, this impartation of knowledge from the holy spirit, well that's over. This special gift of prophecy from god, he stopped doing that when we got the bible. And there are a lot of good godly men, a lot of solid teachers who believe that and who teach that based based on this passage, actually. Because of one of the things they refer to is the fact that he uses a different word here when he talks about tongues. Love never fails, but whether they're prophecies, they will come to nothing. Whether they're tongues, they will simply stop. And and there, there are those who say that because of the wording there, what that tells us is that they just will, you know, end, and, and so they did when we got the Bible. But when you look at what is expressed in this passage, you just can't really make that work. And, and the, the reason you can't make it work is simple. Nobody knows as they are known today. Getting the Bible didn't change that. The fact that we have the Word of God in its finished form did not cause Christians to know as they are known. It it, it didn't change that. It didn't change the fact that when we prophesy, we still prophesy in part. You know, there's still not... That, that in partness, is, is, it's still there. Verse 12, he says, Now we see in a mirror dimly, but then face to face. See, this is my third point. What this passage teaches us is that when the perfect comes, we'll see face to face. When this perfect comes, we will know as we also are known. Those are the two characteristics of our condition. When the perfect has come, when the gifts have been done away with, they're no longer necessary, we'll see face to face and we'll know as we're known. The Bible didn't do that for us. The Bible did a lot for us, but the Bible didn't do that for us we're not seeing him face to face yet we still see everything as though through a mirror dimly you know it's interesting when you think about that the, the Corinthians were actually famous for their mirrors you know it was not until about the 14th century that people started using silver on the back of glass to, to create the, the mirrors that we have today but the Corinthians perfected the technique of using brass and they would take brass and and polish it, so that you could look into it and see yourself.
0: Outside influences can so easily creep into the church and into the heart of a follower of Jesus. You may have already given your life to Jesus, but the enemy isn't going to give up on you. He'll entice you with temporary pleasures of things around you, things that don't really line up with Jesus and living for the kingdom of heaven. They may seem fun for now, but they'll never give you the life you're searching for. Don't let Satan's enticements distract you. Come back to Jesus regularly and live for the plans he has for you. Thanks for joining Pastor Robert today in this study of the New Testament book of 1 Corinthians on Main Thing Radio. If you'd like to learn more about this ministry, please visit our website, mainthingradio.com. Listen to additional teachings by clicking on podcast or download our mobile app to take Main Thing Radio with you on the go. You can even find us on social media. Come follow our Facebook and Twitter accounts to keep up to date with everything that's happening at Main Thing Radio and Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. You'll find links to our social media sites at mainthingradio.com. With that, our time with you has come to an end. We pray you continue to seek Jesus each and every day. And we invite you to join us next time as Pastor Robert continues to teach through the book of 1 Corinthians right here on Main Thing Radio.